0: It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ every weekday morning from our studio on the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Hello, everyone. It's a Tuesday. And on Tuesdays, Nathan and I gather together here in the studio, and we have a good discussion. And yet, if you remember Fridays, we're supposed to do that too, and yet we had a character named Rich Garnott show up and displace Nathan. Can you imagine? I wonder how Nathan felt about that. And today, it's supposed to be Nathan and I again having a great discussion. Instead, we're going to displace Nathan and bring in Adam Brott. Sorry, I, I mispronounced your name last uh, Friday when we were doing the interview with uh, with Rich. So sorry about that. I oh, called that you Brat. Right. I'm used to it. Yeah, that sounds terrible comparatively. So, uh, But thanks for coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a delight having you. So just to give you a little background, uh, everyone that's listening in, you are a part of a musical theatrical presentation that's come to Windsor. It's called Pilgrim. And you're going to be performing in our chapel for a two-week stretch. I don't know how many shows there is, probably eight plus, Mm -hmm. I think we could say, uh, showings. And I think our first ones are already sold out. Now, technically, we are pre-recording this before we even have our first show. But this will be uh, delivered on Tuesday after our first weekend. So we'll know a lot more. But I think the first three showings, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, are sold out. I think Thursday night, maybe I just heard it had a couple more seats in it. So they're basically sold out, which is a good sign. And so the interest in this is very, very high. You are the main character in it. And so uh, your name is Christian. so those of you that know Pilgrim's Progress, this is called Pilgrim. So Adam, I want to draw you out. Okay. So here's what I want to ask you. Of course, there's a risk of spoilers uh, in this, but could you give just sort of a, an overview of, of the overarching message of this uh, play, but then I want you to zoom in and drill uh, drill down into maybe some of the key moments for you as an actor, playing one who is symbolic of all of us that are walking the narrow way of the cross. So what's this overall presentation about this production?
1: Yeah, this presentation is essentially the gospel. Uh, it's the gospel and then following through with the Christian life. Uh, and so you get to see Christian all the way from uh, the city of destruction and being being lost in uh, just the ways of this world. Uh, and then you see the king pull him out and call him to something deeper and you see him start that path. Uh, and as he goes, uh, you get to see him meet all these different characters that pour into him. Uh, and then finally at the cross where, where his burden is lifted and he's set free from that sin, uh, and that shame that's, that's ensnared him. Uh, but then after that, it doesn't just stop there, which I find is just so encouraging because it doesn't stop for (laughs) us either. Uh, we press on. Uh, and so then he also, um, he encounters great joys on the rest of the journey, but he also encounters uh, some of the most difficult situations that you could find yourself in. Uh, And so you really get to see Christian walk that entire journey all the way until he gets to see and hear the king say, welcome home, good and faithful servant. Um.
0: Uh, that wasn't a spoiler, was it? Uh, we don't want to give too much away. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I came in, you know, my I have two kids that are playing very, very small, small parts in this, uh, but Hudson and Abby are there. Oh, I, Technically, Harper's doing makeup and mm-hmm. hair, too. So I have three kids involved in this. It's been so much fun for them. And they are so impressed with you, Adam, in mm-hmm. watching you, in seeing your your role. But I walked in, and you were singing, I think, as I walked in and of course as a as a singer uh you can recognize singers and i tell you what you are extremely talented just in song and in the ability to sing let alone your acting and i remember when i first ran into rich who if if any of you missed the daily thunder on friday you need to catch that and that's rich Garnott. uh but he's the one that's over this what is his official position a producer of uh, it? like executive director. executive director of it and uh, but Rich, one of the first things I remember him saying is, uh, uh, cause I was like, so how do you do this? How do you, where do you get your cast from? Cause I'm just thinking, how, cause I, I didn't see all this at first. I'm just meeting this guy named Rich Garnott out in New York. And we're talking about the fact that he has a musical theater company. I'm like, that's, that's interesting. And it's a Christian one of all things. And so I was extremely interested, but, uh, I said, so who do you have doing these parts? And he said, oh, we have just some amazing talent. And he, he mentioned this guy named Adam and he just said, this guy is like the real deal. He has the stuff. He's mm-hmm. able to carry this role with such power. And so I poked my head in the other day to one of your rehearsals, <laughs> and wow, it is amazing. This The quality of this. First of all, you guys have transformed our chapel. Mm-hmm. I don't even recognize our chapel uh, right now. Uh, the stage goes out an additional eight feet. We have oh, I don't know how much technology is in the ceiling Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, The lighting is just extraordinary. It's going to be really hard for me when it all is stripped away and it goes (laughs) back with you guys to Michigan because it's pretty fun seeing what can be done in this chapel. But it is an amazing production that you guys have. And I've only seen little pieces and I was moved deeply. So I want you to drill down a little and take a few of the moments through your journey as Christian because oftentimes as an actor you know, it's not necessarily good to become your act, your, your part in real life. You know, you're going to play this role in this setting to help clarify for your audience how truth works, how lies work, but you don't want to be deception or hypocrisy or, uh, you know, some Apollyon-like mm-hmm. character. But in your role, you're actually the guy making the right decisions, following the narrow way, going through the challenges we all face. So give us a little insight into what this is like being Christian And then walk through maybe some of those key moments that have most come to life for you because of this
1: role. Mm. Yeah, I would say just overall, it's been a huge blessing to be able to play the part of Christian. Uh, Just because there are, uh, throughout the entire show, there are different uh, scenes and scenarios that Christian finds himself in uh, that, that believers in looking at it can find themselves in and can relate. Yeah. Uh, and so, as a as a believer myself, uh, at different times, uh, this is the the third time that I've that I've played the role of Christian. Uh, and so, at different times uh, in my life over the past five years of doing this, um, I, I've also encountered those different moments and been able to reflect on on just the King's goodness in those different scenarios. Uh, a few of them, in particular. Uh, that I that I just think of, and one that actually just hit me when we did our our first full run through this past weekend um, was uh, in the valley of the shadow of death. And you read Psalm twenty three, and and um, and you you hear this phrase, uh, the valley of the shadow of death, but you maybe don't don't actually picture it or actually think that that you find yourself in it all that often. Uh, but here you see it played out, uh, and and you see these. Um, these uh, we call them shadow dancers but they're they're picturing demons uh torturing Christian essentially uh and then you see the the angels or shining ones who come in and they uh the king calls them in to protect Christian uh, and it just hit me uh, uh hit me freshly uh during that run in a way that that just moved me profoundly even to the point of, of tears right there on stage of the king the king is still with with Christian, even in that moment, um, he's watching over him. He's the one protecting him. Uh, and even though he walks through the valley of the shadow of death in that moment, he doesn't have to fear any evil because the King is with him. Uh, and there's moments like that really throughout the entire show. Uh, another one that I think of uh, in that same vein of the King being with him, uh, is another, you know, possible spoiler. But at the, at the end of the show, uh, when Christian sees the King, he says, it was you, you were there the whole time. Oh. And that is just so profound that, that Christian doesn't recognize the king being there with yeah. him for, for much of the show. Yeah. Uh, but the king is always there. Yeah. Uh, and, and at the end, the, the Christian gets to recognize the king's, uh, the king's work and the king's hand moving throughout his entire life.
0: Because the way you guys are presenting this, he really is there as an mm-hmm. actor throughout the show, but you can't see him. And so the audience can see the spiritual, and the natural. You can only see the natural Mm -hmm. as your character, but we as the audience are able to see that the king is with the Christian the whole time, which is profound for us from our vantage point, because so often we feel like you on the stage. We feel like the one who is being beaten up by the shadow dancers, but we don't get to see the shining ones. We don't see the king's hand in the situation. We don't see him standing on our behalf. It's one of the reasons I really like the way you guys have presented this, and it's a musical too. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, when you think of Pilgrims' Progress, I mean, musical. This is, and the songs are just great. The talent is is really uh, amazing. So, uh, give us a little glimpse. What has this done for you? Because I don't think I, I was talking with you a couple days ago, and you said this wasn't necessarily what you were growing up uh, thinking of doing with your <laughs> life was being on stage uh, doing musicals. But how has this impacted you to be doing this role, to be sharing Christ in this way? And can you give us a glimpse of maybe where you were headed with this, if you know?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly like what you were saying, I was not planning at all in ending up in this sort of... Uh, situation. Uh, when I was growing up, I remember I literally, I literally ran off the stage crying in the the kids' Christmas program because I was <laughs> so scared to say my lines in front of people. Uh, and then, just through through God's work in my life, uh, he he called me. Um, into theater, into storytelling, uh, and now at this point in my life, I'm so grateful to be able to use it uh, for kingdom purposes to share the gospel, uh, and that's really where my where my passion lies now yeah. for this sort of thing. I, I love doing general theater as well, yeah. uh, but theater in this way, uh, storytelling yeah. in itself is just so powerful, yeah. and so to be able to tell this story and to, to do theater in this way that is gospel-centered and has a kingdom focus and has uh has an incredible impact for the kingdom is one of my favorite things and and one of my greatest joys to be able to do
0: praise god well thanks so much for just sharing that passion adam it's just beautiful to see uh so the one of the reasons i wanted to bring you and rich in is just because i know that uh we still have another weekend of showings Mm -hmm. by the time people are seeing this And I want people, if they, I I know most of our audience is international. So people are listening to this and they're in the Mm -hmm. Philippines right now. And, you know, it's really not that convenient to come and grab a showing. uh, I know. It might be worth it. It could be. So, however, there could be some within the region. It would be so worth it if you can. I mean, it's free. You guys don't even charge for admission, but it's limited seating because uh, of our, our chapel and because of certain COVID issues that we're facing. But uh, I would just highly recommend that people get a chance to, to take part in this. But mm-hmm. uh, thanks so much uh, for just coming in and sharing your heart and your passion with us. I know we've been just invigorated and edified in hearing it. Uh, so as we close today, we're going to have a media piece uh, just on our alumni network. Uh, for those of you that's never gone through Ellerslie, oh, it's pretty special. And then once you get through Ellerslie, well, you still get to keep going through Ellerslie in, in a sense. And that's our alumni network. So take a look at this. Our desire is to better connect this truth and this time that you received when you were out here and this awakening, this stirring, this deepening back home so that you feel strong when you go back home and you don't feel like you're abandoned, but you feel like you're a part, an extension of a body. And that's what the Alumni Network is. For us, it's been a delight being able to do this and being able to stay connected and see you guys and keep those relational fires burning. So I'd love you to be a part of this. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is streamed daily, Monday through Friday, from our studio in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekend church service is delivered live and streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellersley.com. Note that our live weekday in-person version of Daily Thunder is scheduled to resume this upcoming June in conjunction with our training season. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening.